Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth, don't. <laughs> this is Left Unsupervised with Elizabeth Morales, your comedic host that's done it all. Actress, writer, director, producer, headdresser, bartender, beauty pitch, and organizer, rock and roll PR expert, talent coordinator, bookkeeper, hostess, makeup artist, wife, mother, and general badass. Now listen as she interviews all of her favorite celebrities, doctors, and entrepreneurs that she's met along the way. This week, Elizabeth is left unsupervised with her guest, Dr. Anna Guanche. So, Mace. Yes? What would you do for beauty? Uh, I mean, absolutely anything. Well, I don't have far, any limits. How far would you really go for um, beauty? I mean, I put snail slime on my face. I don't think that's weird. Some of my friends think it's weird. Um, I would let them crawl don't. on me if I needed to. I wouldn't care. Don't think that's weird at all. What do you do? I, well, well, actually, <laughs> I feel like you've done it all, but what do you do? Well, I always take it to the next level. Uh-huh. So one day I went over to this um, this dermatologist and we were talking and she gave me this cream. Okay. So um, I put the cream on. It smells Funky. And I'm talking funky. <laughs> so my husband's like, what is that cream that you have? What is that smell? What's that smell? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's my new cream. You just got to give it a little time. In about two hours, that smell will go away. Two goes, hours? Two hours. He's like, <laughs> baby, what is that smell? It smells nasty. Well, the smell was the cream is made out of foreskin. No. Yes. From circumcised. Wait, from like, from little baby peeps? From, like, yes, from oh circumcised God. penises. And so no, it's no, 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 no. <laughs> it smelled so horrible. Wait, how do they even get that? I like, don't ask those questions. If you tell me to put shit on my face because it's going to make me look younger, oh I'm going to do it. So those are questions you don't need to ask. Wait, <laughs> but did you know what it was before you put it on? I did. Oh, so you Except- were shamelessly like... How, how did you end face. up with this Listen, cream? I'll put balls on my face if it's going to make me look. <laughs> Keep back my eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it. Stop. Take away the puffiness. <laughs> stop. Did it work? But I don't know. I didn't get to use it that long because Mike wasn't having it. He was like, that well, smells like. Well, it creeped him out like, as it should. He's like, baby, uh, you smell like a giant dirty penis. <laughs> <laughs> it was some nasty smelling stuff. But listen, hey, I wanted to see if it worked. But I was not allowed to put it on <laughs> after can't. two weeks. He no. was done. He was done with the smell. Oh, my and God. Honestly. You truly have done everything for beauty. You you put penises on your face. Oh, I would <laughs> I would put dog poo. I would like, hey, listen, I'm ready to have the snail on my face. I'm like. <laughs> I mean, you took it much, much further than the snail. I much, much further it. than anyone I know. Well, I, I always take it to the extreme. <laughs> you want to really mess with me? Just tell me. Make anything and say, this This is amazing. You should put it on your skin. Girl, you should not have told that to me. I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> But you better come up with some good results. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some kind of pee concoction. <laughs> made <Ew. up. laughs> Why does that have to be bodily fluids? <laughs> because it's the grossest. Like there is nothing grosser than that. <laughs> bee venom. That's what I want to try next. Oh yeah, I would try that. I wouldn't hesitate for that. Well, listen, I don't want you to worry. Uh huh. Because I have found a doctor 
that's uh-huh. really going to help us. And you don't have to worry about me coming in smelling like a big, <laughs> giant, dirty penis. I don't have to penis. worry about you trying to put foreskin cream on me in the office because we have a professional now. I didn't think about that, but I like that idea. <laughs> How so, many hours of work can you get done smelling this? <laughs> How many hours can you? Because I can go. <laughs> I can go all day. I, well, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> so listen, we're gonna take we're gonna go remote. We're gonna go to the Bella Skin Institute. Oh, I'm so excited. We're gonna talk to Dr. Anna Guanche about all the, her new procedures, all the new things that are coming out, non-evasive. Um, I'm super excited. She has um something new that uh she's going to um be the only person. I think in California that is able to do this treatment. I'm so excited. I might not leave. Yeah. <laughs> you can drop me at the Bella Skin Institute and then just go somewhere for a few hours. Leave I'm me. See what I can get done. Hey, leave me unsupervised in that office. See how I come looking out. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited. Let's hit the road. All right. So let's head over to Bella Skin Institute. Today we're here at the Belliskin Institute with Dr. Anna Guanche. She is a renowned specialist and a celebrity dermatologist who has appeared in Extra and The Doctors. She has appeared in several publications like Elle, People Magazine, The Los Angeles Times, and several medical publications. Dr. Anna Guanche has been selected six years consecutively from 2013 to 2018 as Southern California's Super Doctor by The Los Angeles Magazine. Welcome, Dr. Guanche. Thank you so much, Liz. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. You are absolutely, I wish you guys could see her. She is absolutely gorgeous. Oh my gosh. I have a face for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so happy you're here. There's so many things I want to talk to you about and um, have our listeners learn a little bit today because I know a lot of women as we get older want to do things and sometimes we get a little scared of procedures or or Mm -hmm. don't feel comfortable. So I want to ask you at the at this at what age do you typically think that skin starts to change? I think your skin starts to change at birth. Most of your sun damage, <laughs> most of your sun damage happens before age fifteen. So the best thing we can do for our kids is get them started wearing sunscreen every day. But as far as doing beauty procedures, I'm getting a younger and younger demographic coming in for beauty procedures. Um, so we've got people in their mid twenties starting with what we call micro Botox. And um, I actually started at age 26, but that's because I was a dermatology resident. And we're starting to understand that there are certain procedures we can get started on that will prevent aging over time. So you think the like the earlier you start very conservatively, as you get older, you can slow the process down a little bit. Definitely. With great skin care and regular maintenance of the skin and maintenance procedures, you can look a lot better in your 40s, 50s and 60s. What are some tips that you can give our listeners to help them with their skin? Like what what would you say is like an essential key thing that you should do to conserve your skin every day? It sounds so cliche, but the number one best thing you can do is wear a daily sunscreen and be very consistent, wear it every single day. And if you can have the discipline to do so, can you put it on your hands and your neck as well? Because what happens to people who take great care of their skin over time is that their face will look great, but all of a sudden they have a crinkly neck with brown spots on it or hands with brown spots on it. And the and, decollete too, and right? And the decollete, and then it gives their age away. 
Right. I mean, that's usually where you see notice and age is hands and neck. Mm -hmm. There is some procedures also, correct, for the aging of the hands that, that you can do to conserve your hands. There are so many procedures we can do and our practice, you know, offers, you know, injectables to help your skin not look as veiny or as wrinkly, lasers such as IPL or Perfecta to reduce brown spots. And then, you know, we have resurfacing lasers as well, like Fraxel to help with um, the texture of the, the skin on the hands. But the best thing to do for your hands is to prevent the damage in the first place, because going back to try to rejuvenate the hands is great, but it's a lot better if you could, you know, have great looking hands to start with. Yeah, you know, it, th and that's really important because we do always forget the decollete. It's like it, it doesn't, it's like not even part of you, the decollete in the hands. Um, I also wanted to see what you thought about, um, what is your favorite procedure you think right now? Is there any procedures that you're really, really digging? I love, if, if I worked here, I swear I would be in this chair 24 hours a day <laughs> i would not move i would not you have would just a let me go through the list of procedures we do at my <laughs> office which is a very long list so i i get very excited about new procedures there's always the standbys of botox and filler um, and some laser treatments but our newest procedure combines both botox and filler in a sterile vial with microneedling um, this is called the aqua gold procedure and basically you mix filler with botox and then another diluent which could be platelet-rich plasma in some cases and then we micro needle the face using 24 karat gold needles that have little micro channels on them that introduce micro filler and micro botox throughout the skin of the face oh my so, god yeah it's a very popular procedure among celebrities and models before they hit the runway um, and it, it helps reduce the shine in the mid face by inactivating those little tiny muscles that squeeze out oil and sweat in the mid face so it's it's it does that but it also helps with a little crepiness around the eyes it's just a micro dose all over your face because it doesn't change the way your muscles move it's safe to do it all over your face and even some people do it on their neck and they're seeing phenomenal results with it and can you do it on your decollete too you can actually do it on your decollete as well and what is this procedure called the procedure is called aqua gold fine touch so it's a sterile mm. vial yes it's a fine it sounds touch. so pretty <laughs> <laughs> gold my favorite yes and so we as doctors can come up with the cocktail that we put in it so you may get a different cocktail with some people are putting vitamins in it and serums and um, different topicals that will help reduce pigmentation for people with melasma and pigment problems but this uh, particular concoction is great for just looking extra gorgeous and airbrushed and I tell people with this procedure they're going to look a lot more like their airbrushed selfies Ooh, okay, I'm so good in this procedure. Now, what's the downtime for this procedure? With Aquagold, there is minimal to no downtime. You would look a little flush just from the microneedling, which, by the way, has its own benefits of stimulating collagen. But you look red from it, like not red, but slightly flushed for a couple, three hours. And if your complexion is naturally very red, it could be up to two days. Wow. Oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> and the, the results, the maximum results show at day three to seven. So that's when you really, you know, the Botox takes effect and you really feel really gorgeous. Oh, my God. Well, if if you if it's anything like your skin, 
Uh, sign me up, please. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what are some tips that you can give our listeners that are scared to do certain treatments, like that are scared to do Botox because they're scared they don't, you know, I've had friends are like, oh, I'm scared that I'm not going to, that I'm going to look too done. It's also very minimal. I do Botox myself, but I have complete movement of my forehead, of, of everything. Can you... Uh, Maybe give some tips for baby steps yes, for let those me, people that want to go out there and try. Let me alleviate your fears. Let me tell you that 95 to 99% of the people you see on the red carpet have had Botox. And so if Botox is done right, it's either done so conservatively and with so much respect for the way the muscles move in the face so that it still looks normal when you try to move your face and smile, that you can't even tell that it's done. So what people get nervous about is when they see that person at the gym or somebody at the store that has noticeable Botox and that's not good Botox. That's the kind where their brows are pointed or their face is really shiny and reptilian. I call it the Vulcan look. Yes. <laughs> and, or their lips are done so excessively that they look unnatural and they don't even look human anymore. Okay, but can let I me tell, tell you? you how many people's lips I do that look beautiful and natural and you would never guess their lips were done? Uh Dr. Guanche, hmm. your lips are the bomb. You do the best <laughs> lips. I was telling Mace, my producer, I was like, I'm due. I'm Come due for me. Yes. <laughs> no, I actually love doing lips. I even have a hashtag lips by Guanche. And um, I love doing them. And I love kind of showing people how they can have just a little more definition and volume without looking unnatural, without looking funny, without even anyone noticing that they had their lips done. They just notice how gorgeous they look. So that's that's the ideal beauty work. Well, yeah. And when I've done my lips, nobody's ever been able to tell but as you get older it has your lips start getting that raisiny effect where it starts you know losing that plumpy volume and so when you do your lips you don't necessarily have to do them where you can tell it's just to give you back that original little plumpiness mm -hmm. that you had correct mm -hmm. absolutely and just so you know she doesn't look raisiny at all <laughs> but <laughs> but people do lose volume in their lips over time they start to notice little lines that cross their you know their lip border when they put their lipstick on by the end of the day they see these little lines that bother them and um it's just when you look at your pictures from high school you see your lips were just fuller and more defined and we would like to restore that look instead of trying to go past it too much. Now, I do have a younger population of girls who are in their 20s and really want that voluptuous look like and they're inspired by Kylie Jenner and I actually can do that. So I will do that and I don't have a problem if they're in their 20s doing that because um, the lip filler doesn't last forever. Um, I'm against permanent fillers like silicone or anything like that that will possibly proliferate over time or we can't reverse it. Um, but hyaluronic acid fillers like Juvederm and Restylane, we can reverse them overnight with an enzyme. So if it doesn't look right, it can be reversed. If they don't love it or the trend goes away in, you know, nine months to a year, it'll be gone. So it's, it's, it's kind of a trend with the younger girls, but it's not a dangerous trend, I don't think. So I think that actually 
is the only case where I'll make them fuller than they naturally were because obviously these girls haven't lost volume yet. What do you think about natural remedies for your face? Like, is there anything that really works? Because sometimes, you know, tea tree oil, this, that, and there's so much misinformation about natural versus like a really good skincare line. What, how do you feel about that? So I get asked this question a lot and natural is an interesting terminology because almost everything that we know of as medicine originated in nature. So for example, salicylic acid or aspirin or salicylic acid is also used for acne topically. That's from willow bark and opiates are from poppy seed and marijuana is from a plant too. And I mean, penicillin's from a mold. So I mean... Uh, A lot of the things we discover that we use in medicine are derived from nature, but there seems to be a distinction. There's not a strong definition of what's natural versus not, but people who are asking for natural skincare, I love glycolic acids. They may be synthesized in a lab or you can get them from sort of milk byproducts. For me, I prefer the synthesized in a lab version. Yeah. Because, you (laughs) know. It's a little stronger. It turns out when milk goes rancid that it has lactic and glycolic types of acids in it. And that's what Cleopatra used to do, put old goat's milk, sheep's milk on her face to exfoliate. And so it works like magic. But we have the synthetic version that we've purified and we know for sure it's all glycolic. So I tend to lean towards that. But if you're looking for all natural, I mean... I, I like I said I like the glycolic type products because they micro exfoliate the skin, brighten it. Um, certain oils will work for people, and certain oils will not work for others. And it's just like everything else. Some people are allergic to malaleuca or tea tree oil, and some people love it, put it on every day. Some people love coconut oil. It's great. It's anti-inflammatory. It's soothing, but. It's, Others don't like the shine because their skin's already naturally oily. They put it on. It might help their breakouts, but they don't like the extra shine. So again, just like everything else, it's going to be a little bit individual. And so we we kind of have to do a little trial and error as human beings and see what agrees with us. Well, that's really great the way you explained how a lot of this stuff already comes from a natural derivative. So nobody, I mean, to be honest, I don't think anybody's ever explained that to me in that way. So that was really, that's really interesting that you say that because I've never even thought of it that that way. Um, oh, good. I, I think that, I think it's, it's, it's important to look towards what's healthiest for you, but a lot of times people feel like there's a strong distinction between natural and not natural, which would be sort of prescription, I assume, or... I'm not exact. There's no, what I'm saying is there's no specific distinction to say what is natural and what is not natural because a lot of these things are derived from nature from the beginning. So right, that's right. what I'm and trying to say. I've never heard it that way. So it, it's, it's really, and it makes sense because I know for me, a lot of times when I use something supernatural, even coconut oil or something like that ends up clogging your pores. It ends up, you know, giving you acne. So I think it's like you said, it's just what works for you, trial and error and experimenting. And even for me, I I don't know, I noticed that I can't use certain products sometimes for a long period of time, because they I feel aren't as effective. Do you recommend changing your skincare routine? Yes. Uh, that time. is actually called tachyphylaxis, and it's a well-described phenomenon where God, you'll brains use... and beauty. <laughs> <laughs> you'll use a product for a while or even a drug, and it will work for a while, and then your body adapts, and it 
does not work anymore. So for example, people will identify with dandruff. They get they use head and shoulders and it works for a week or two weeks or sometimes a few months and then it doesn't work anymore. They switch to tea gel, then that works and then that doesn't work anymore. So tachyphylaxis can happen with herbals, natural or prescription, whatever it is. So sometimes you do need to switch it up when things aren't working anymore. Right. So I, I, that's what I like to do. I like I'll use my product till it's gone and then I'll buy it one more time and then I start seeing, oh, maybe it's not working as good and I like to change. Um, do you have any natural, do you have any of your own lines or anything that you're creating right now? I am working on my own line right now, but it's not ready for release yet. And I'm actually, Ooh, I have authored so a book. And so Shut up. Tell me about your book. It's called Seven Days to Sexy. It is a beauty book. I love that title. Seven Days to Sexy. What Everything you can do in seven days that I've learned from my celebrity clients and my model clients and just by being in the beauty industry for so long, what can you do in seven days to look your absolute best? So it's really a beauty book with a catchy title. But then we also have seven weeks and seven months uh, to sexy chapters for the longer term approach to beauty. Oh, my God. Are you going to sign my book? Absolutely. You got to come back on the show and promote <laughs> <Absolutely>. that book. <laughs> yes. So, Dr. Guanche, I know you are on the cutting edge of what's happening right now with skincare. So do you have any beauty little secrets that you can share with us, like things coming up? I do have a little beauty secret. It's a procedure. It's actually a device that just got approved by the Ooh. FDA here in the US in uh, early this year. And our practice is responsible for doing the before and after pictures. So we're actually the first practice to have access to it oh in the God. United States. Congratulations. That's amazing. And it's giving amazing, amazing skin tightening and pore minimizing results. So we're very excited. So much enthusiasm from the people we've treated so far. And so um, it will be launched soon. Um, we're going to be on some TV shows with it. And uh, it's called Scarlet SRF. And it's a radio frequency microneedling device. So, so it's radio frequency skin tightening, but we're delivering it to the skin in such a way that it doesn't hurt that much, but it gives a great result. So you see some immediate results and then more results over the following few months. Dr. Guancha, the tips that you have given us is absolutely amazing. I'm sure our listeners are going to love this. You have to come back. I definitely will. You have to come back. And we're going to play a little game called hashtag fake news and i'm gonna let my producer talk about that and uh i can't wait to play with you hashtag fake news all right i am so excited to be playing fake news with you guys today i've been sitting over there in the corner taking notes uh, for my hair my uh -oh. skin and body regimen. going down the list of what am i gonna get done oh absolutely yeah i'm sitting over there with my phone like writing in my notepad so i'm very excited to play this game with you and what we're gonna do is i'm gonna read you two news headlines and one is real and one is fake. And you and Elizabeth are going to try to guess what the fake news is. Okay. okay. I got ready? you. I just want to tell you, I always lose. She does. Really? Yeah. Does she? <laughs> oh, my God. I think she's like, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're like zero for six at this point or something like that. Yeah. Good. That makes me less stressed out. Now I'm like, calm. <laughs> All right. Are you ladies ready? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Okay. News headline number one. Canadian zoo officials face charges after taking a bear through a Dairy Queen drive-thru for ice cream. Hmm. So I'm going to let you think on that one. Okay, okay. Okay. 
And here's news headline number two. A spider-infested tampon leads to the disturbing death of a Seattle woman after insects implanted in her uterus. So which Mm. one is the fake news, ladies? That second one is pretty dark. I, yeah. I, I think I wouldn't put, put it past those Canadians. They're comfortable with bears. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think the second one is fake news because spiders don't lay eggs in uteri, do they? Well, I don't know. You're the doctor. What if I'm wrong? <laughs> now the pressure's really oh, on. No. <laughs> Spider larva. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth, what's your answer? I say number one is fake news. Number one is fake news. And Elizabeth loses again. (laughs) Our medical expert was correct. The tampon is the fake news. And in Canada, they did, in fact, take a bear through the drive-thru of Dairy Queen to, I guess, get a Frosty or something along those lines. I believe it. I believe it. I have a few Canadian patients. I I wouldn't put anything past them. (laughs) Anything goes in Canada, I guess. That's right. That's their idea of getting wild. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for playing with me today, ladies. And I will catch you guys next week on hashtag fake news okay dr guanche so can you please let our listeners know where they can find you in all your social media handles we are in calabasas the name of my practice is bella skin institute and you can follow us on instagram to see some videos of our procedures and what we're up to Um, it's bella skin institute is the handle And there's another one if you want to follow me and see what I'm up to, Anna Guanche, MD. So A-N-N-A-G-U-A-N-C-H-E-M-D. And then also you can look at all the procedures we do at bellaskininstitute.com. Thank you so much for coming in. (laughs) I will. It was fun. Oh, and we have to have you back when that book is being released. I want my signed copy, please. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. We'll go over some highlights of the book. And I think uh, you'll find it pretty fun to see how you can get sexy in seven days. Wow. Sexy in seven days. Woo. It takes me about seven months. But if I can do it in seven days, I'll be really excited. (laughs) For you, it's only seven seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll make sure and put everything in our description. And we'll let you guys know exactly where to find her. Thanks again for joining me. And um, I have one last question before we leave. If you were left unsupervised anywhere, what would you do and where would it be? Ooh, I'd probably have to sit in my own exam chair and have myself do my Botox for me. (laughs) And then I'll sit in the next one and you do it for me. (laughs) That's right. Then I'll get up and go to the next exam chair. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for coming and playing and... I've learned so much. I thought I knew so much about beauty. I thought I knew everything that was out there and you still schooled me. So (laughs) thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh my God, I love this. Thanks for listening to Left Unsupervised. Don't forget to stalk us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Left Unsupervised Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening.